0: Pro Ball Spa. You want good words? Data Languages. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And
1: now here's
0: the be all, end all, know it all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Good Thursday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Skinny on sports, coming live from Seattle.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Not really, but it feels like it.
1: Okay, I'm with you. Uh oh,
0: it took one day for Jared I'm to be with over the ya. rain.
1: Let's let's move on. Just for Mother a couple Nature. of days
0: just for a couple of days
1: uh, you know selfishly because i want my kids to play softball for the next four days yeah
0: selfishly because i want to play, golf, want to play tomorrow golf tomorrow and well, the yeah, next day
1: so we have our own selfish reasons but i'm i'm over it i'm i'm let's go move on okay <laughs> think, rain at night and give us sunshine during the that's, day that's you please.
0: know uh, never mind i'm not gonna say a word welcome to the skinny on sports right here on 98.1 fm <laughs> now, sports, now it's gonna pour it's gonna pour mo- yeah. pour right now that's fine uh, at least it's thundering I didn't hear of course that.
1: I'll leave my radar phone downstairs.
0: Anyhow, here we are. It's a big day. It's a big day across the sporting landscape. The NBA Finals start tonight. Got some interesting numbers about, you know, you always hear this time of year when, when, the, when the conference finals happen the way that they did, one team breezed through, the other had a tough go of it. You always hear the rust versus rest mm-hmm, debate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got some numbers on that debate that uh that kind of surprised me honestly um big 12 we talked about this yesterday and in the Colorado thing big 12 reportedly doing due diligence on some other teams one in particular who is it and why
1: why See,
0: see who Jared's got as far as the NBA finals I want you guys out there talk me out of picking a sweep I can do that. Find a way to talk me out of picking Denver to sweep Miami because that's certainly where I'm headed. The rest versus rest, altitude, how much does that make a difference? Mm. How in the world does Miami guard Jokic? And then these two teams celebrate them a little bit. The Heat, what an amazing turnaround they've had in this playoffs. And then the Nuggets, they had kind of become, insert your failure team in the playoffs here tag. I put Buffalo Bills. They weren't quite to the Super Bowl level like the Bills were, but you know they, they seemed to be that team that was more built for the pre, uh, for the uh, regular season and flamed out in the postseason. That's not happening this year, obviously, with them in the NBA Finals. And then, of course, right here in the great state of Oklahoma, today starts the Women's College World Series. Who's in the field? We know that Oklahoma is the clear favorite, right? I don't think anybody's doubting that. So how do you beat them? And is this, we always hear this this time of year, is it an unfair advantage in Oklahoma City? Should this tournament look to be moved elsewhere? Has OSU had the best two weeks leading up to this, leading up to the trip to Oklahoma City, of any of the eight combatants left? There are some amazing storylines possible for the final series all across the whole field. There's some amazing storylines possible. Why has this sport just taken a meteoric rise in popularity over the last, what, decade or so? And then picks. Picks. Who plays in the finals? Who wins the national championship? Love to hear from you guys on all these topics or whatever else is on your mind. Feel free to chime in. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. 225-9698. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime in at 225-9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. You can log on to KADSAM.com. You can download the app. The app is free, and it's got it all. It's got radio. It's got the Penny News. brand-new edition of that Penny News is on your local newsstand right now. Go pick up a free copy or check it out online, dpennynews.com. Of course, Big Elk and Paragon TV, when we have high school sports, you can live stream those through the app and the Skinny on Sports podcast. It's available everywhere you can find other podcasts. So when you're going to listen to whatever podcast... Just type in skinny on sports. Bam, we're right there, too, if you miss one of the shows entirely. Hello, Jared. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? You know, I'm I'm starting... Outside
1: of my grumpiness with the weather. I'm, I'm good. I'm,
0: I'm starting good. to realize just exactly how beat up I got changing out the batteries in my golf cart. the Yeah, night. yeah. The bruises are starting to show on my arms, the cuts in the nicks all over my hands. So, you know, I'm already
1: little bit of respect for guys who do this for a living right? well,
0: I can tell you this, <clears throat> so
1: like mechanics and stuff like that, oh yeah. I,
0: well, you know that's when I was a kid. that's what my dad he was the service manager for Bob Maine right. and then that's and right. then for Barbara Dyson later on, and I always noticed he would always have nicks all over his hands and stuff, and now I get it, you know you reach in there doing whatever you're doing under the hood, and there's uh you know there's a lot of ways you just kind of scrape your fingers, listen, Sam, I almost took my right knuckle off here. <laughs> I'm not talking about just <laughs> – mm. but we've got one. See, look at that. Right there. Yeah. How, I mean, I don't know how – I don't even know where they came from. Well, does one that other, worry you? I know because you have fingers. that uh, – Well, yeah, it worries you bleed, me.
1: You know, I mean, does that worry – did you not – did you not think, well, maybe I need to wear gloves, but you I can't? I didn't. You, I mean, because you need this – because you're working in confined space. Well, you know what?
0: I thought about it later on, and I'll tell you one way it would have worked and one way it wouldn't. But uh, it's – the, it was such a tight fit for the way that that all that's designed i'm afraid if i had gloves gloves on it wouldn't have been able to it would have been too bulky like it was that tight to get my hands in there where i could lift those batteries that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, exactly what i'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean and i promise you it's a good thing i'm as strong as i am because just a mere mortal would not have been able to rip to to rip those batteries out of there <laughs> anyhow
1: okay
0: <laughs> moving on uh, but congratulations. Here, here is what i know i
1: carried more buckets of dirt last night but you don't hear me bragging about it
0: well that's your own fault <laughs> this is you're supposed to be giving it up to yourself now anyway now i'm serious though so i, I noticed of the, of the batteries that were new and the batteries that were old one of them had something that from now on is going to be a must The handles. The handles on top. Yeah. Because only one of the seven that I messed with had those. And oh my gosh, what a difference. I don't even care what that cost to get those. Those can't, those handles could be $500 a piece. <laughs> and at the time, it would have seemed worth it to have them. Yeah. Because then, you know, you could just pick them up, move it around instead of all these nicks. But anyway, yeah, I've got bruises. Golly. It's pretty crazy just to, how these things... After one, you know, yesterday, I didn't really feel, I knew there was going to be one on the inside of my forearm, on my right arm. I could kind of feel it when I did it. Now there's one on the top, there's one over here. Like, man, when did I knock, when did I do that? And you're right, my bleeding disorder has a big, b- it makes a, you worry. a big yeah. part of this. I'd be
1: careful there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when I, that first one, I kind of scraped this, this knuckle that you can see there with the big giant hunk out of it. Mm-hmm. And I. Picked up my hands and it was, yeah, there was blood all the way down my middle finger. But
1: isn't it worth it? Don't you have that sense of accomplishment? I, I, we used like, it yesterday. Yeah.
0: When it took her out for a spin, it was just like brand new, baby.
1: That's, yeah. See, I'm working on my very old Yamaha G2, and I've bought a tune up kit that I'm going to start um, I got a new air filter, fuel filter, spark plug. Uh, I'm not going to get a new carburetor or disassemble it. I'm just going to try to clean it while still attached but i'm trying the same thing to, to tune it up Trying because i'm noticing it's kind of dragging a little bit it's old no so, no so i'm anticipating <clears throat> nicks and bruises and cuts on my hands as well yeah
0: i mean <laughs> if you can wear gloves i would but i, I honestly don't think that i would have had room to get my hands in there even i mean i know it seems silly just go ahead Cara, come here well she just, was sitting there holding the flashlight
1: see. Oh, okay <laughs> hey wyatt Put down the video game. Come yeah, here. Yeah,
0: wrong. <laughs> Speaking of Wyatt. Okay. Fortnite can wait. Speaking of Wyatt. Yeah. So he's he's on the way to do something that I've always heard is one of the coolest things as far as um, summertime activities for athletes in the state of Oklahoma.
1: Oh yeah! If oh, I, you're it, telling me about this, if yeah. I
0: say that, does that would, would that ring a bell for you?
1: Well, it's going to be some kind of a camp, right? It is.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's a basketball camp.
1: Oh, oh, I was thinking of a okay.
0: It's a basketball camp. He is on the 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 Elk City Junior High is on the way to participate in the Frontier Basketball Camp.
1: It's a very good camp.
0: I've always heard about the Frontier Basketball Camp. Yep, we never went when I was a kid, um, but. But who knows if he was even in existence? I'm so old. But uh, it, it was funny because we were sitting there at the parents' meeting the other night, and, and uh, Coach Stevens and, and Coach Keys were telling about the summer, and you know, here's kind of what's happening, and da-da-da. And I uh, said, so, well, so the uh, junior high, if you want to sign up and go to the Frontier camp on Thursday and Friday, I thought my wife was going to jump out of the stands that we were sitting in over the rail— and be the first uh, one to sign uh, up. Uh, uh, she was so excited about... Uh, because she had been. Yeah. And has that experience. And so, yeah. He's headed to the Frontier Basketball Camp.
1: Well, that'll be a blast.
0: See, here's the one that I always wanted to do. I just got it from... You know, What? how about meeting this guy? You, you met the guy that won't text the text line yesterday. That's right. Um, And this is one when I was a kid... I always wanted to go to and never got to. The Chandler Baseball Camp.
1: Yes. Yep. Heard about that one, too. The
0: Chandler Baseball Camp. I always heard about that as a kid. So, anyhow.
1: There's a good basketball camp happening right now over in Sentinel. I couldn't talk my kid into going. I tried. She said, Dad. Austin Johnson. The Austin Johnson camp over there. I'm here. I'm getting rave reviews from it. I'm asking all the. I was asking all the girls last night, "How's the camp?" Oh, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Very cool. Camps are fun, man. Camps are fun during the summer.
0: Very, very cool. Yeah. So we'll get a full update, full rundown of the Frontier Basketball Camp for Junior High coming up on Monday when Old Compton gets back. Um, <laughs> Women's College World Series. See, look at that. There's another one I just found. Another Nick. No, a giant bruise. Another br- man. heavens
1: sucks getting old I was going to say it sucks doing
0: physical labor (laughs) this is the result of it one and the same man sucks getting old and doing physical labor you end up beat up (laughs) Uh, women's college world series set to start today here's the rundown who's in the field Well, game one at 11 o'clock all SEC matchup between Two bitter rivals, Tennessee and Alabama, at one thirty. Oklahoma faces Stanford. The night uh, session begins with Oklahoma State and Florida State, followed by two Pac twelve rival rivals. And if I want to remember right, was this the Pac twelve championship game in their tournament? Washington and Utah. Seemed like I might have saw that, like actually watched that game. No, it wasn't. UCLA and Utah. Okay, it was a Friday then they played on Saturday cuz it was here's the here's the deal
1: Washington Utah played in the semis oh
0: yeah i watched that after the elk city Tuttle baseball game where we stopped to eat on the way back ah, i got you that's why i was one, that's the only reason it i it was on that play. day okay yeah so anyhow uh, Washington Utah is the final game of the day i don't think anybody out there believes that anyone other than Oklahoma is the favorite in this tournament and rightfully so 48 game winning streak um, two-time defending national champion. That it makes sense. It's fine. No one, no one needs to argue that. That it, you're just kind of, if you're arguing that Oklahoma isn't the favorite, you're just. We like to listen to you're, yourself talk.
1: You're in la la land. You're you're grasping at straws. Now that
0: people. doesn't mean they're a guaranteed winner. That just means no, going into it, they, they are, are the, the favorite.
1: They, if you're gonna say it, the betting favorite. That's yeah, where and everyone, it's yeah. Not even close. Right. How do you beat them? Well, I think we saw a little bit of that formula throughout the season where teams would rotate in pitchers that's keep them on their toes you have the only to thing con- i wrote down continue to adjust to new pitching over and over again and then just hope that they have an off day at the at the plate because it feels like when they get comfortable and you know we've we've said that term uh Gasso was on with jim and al yesterday and and she kind of uh said it they, that's the kind of been the theme is as long as there is a strike left or an out left or an at bat left this team has a chance of winning and you just got to hope that they don't capitalize on that chance you have to be incredibly perfect against this team Uh, but the 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 number one thing is just rotate in your pitchers over and over and and keep them on their toes because I'm a big proponent of when you get to the second time around in a lineup Baseball and softball, is that's when you start to see production happen from really, really good teams, and Oklahoma included. So when you have to see a pitcher, a new pitcher, your every at-bat, that gives you a shot. But that's my only answer. I mean, I can't think of any other. It's hard to find flaws. But that's about it. How about you?
0: That's what I wrote down, two pitchers. And there are a couple of teams that seem – better suited for that than maybe some others. And I think right here off the bat is one of those with Stanford. I think you also have Tennessee, and I think you have Oklahoma State. Now, the difference between those those three teams that I just mentioned, Oklahoma hasn't seen the Stanford and the Tennessee. They have seen OSU, obviously, because of playing in – you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I I think that's it. Um, The one thing that if you're looking back at last week, Clemson has to be kicking themselves. Because for one of the few times all season, Oklahoma defensively had some flaws, and that's not something that normally happens. You know, you think back to the year Florida State won this. Was that the last time OU didn't? Hmm. You know, in that game against now against Florida State, there was a couple of misplays that led to runs. You know, in the in game one of that year's series. So, it is it's it's about if they do make a mistake, you have to capitalize. You can't let them off the hook for that. And then the pitching, I I, I totally, you just kind of have to do something different than what you're normally used to. Because if you do what you normally do and they do what they normally do, you lose. We've seen it all year long. Mm-hmm. But I think the I think the, the pitching is, is a really interesting concept. And we, we saw it early, felt like more than as the Big 12 got going on, where, yeah, it was almost like the, the teams, the, the coaches of the teams they were playing, as soon as it got back to Jada Coleman, bam, it was somebody else. Almost no matter how good the other pitch, the first one was doing, just because of what you're saying. Now you give that, give that lineup a second crack at seeing the, the same pitcher. Let's not do that. And maybe sometimes it shouldn't have happened, but I, I like that trying to keep them off balance and afford yourself the ability to score the fewest runs possible to win. I mean, that's the goal, right? Is hope you can hope you can catch them and, and keep them off balance enough to try to win one two one, because it's also hard to score five runs off of them if that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. We hear this conversation every single year. When it gets to Oklahoma City, especially when OU is in and they've been there seven years in a row, so we've heard it quite a bit. How much is the location of this tournament an unfair advantage for Oklahoma?
1: I can see where outside fan bases will immediately go there and saying it's a huge advantage. But I just turn around and I'll say, well, they don't – Georgia's won two in a row. Do they play in Atlanta, Georgia every year? for football i I mean alabama's had dominance and they do it across the country i think if you move this thing to montana or in the bahamas or oklahoma city it doesn't matter to me i think the program speaks for i think it's bigger than where they're playing at if that makes sense
0: well and here here is i I don't think there's any doubt it's it is an advantage
1: a good point by scott this yeah. conversation wasn't being had when they weren't winning. Yeah,
0: but it's there. No one can. No OU fan can say it's not an advantage because it is. But here is my point about this: is where else are you going to have it? This weekend, Hall of Fame can hold about thirteen thousand. You know, the next biggest field, the, the next biggest stadium in softball in the entire country. How many it holds?
1: I'm gonna guess Austin, Texas. Five. I don't know which. It's four
0: thousand. Four thousand. Four thousand. So, you so in order. So, so what you're trying to get done here? And oh, by the way, Oklahoma City and Hall of Fame Stadium is not only the mecca of of college softball, it's the mecca of softball in the world, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is where everything happens. Is at Hall of Fame Stadium, and kudos to the leadership in Oklahoma City for continually revamping and upgrading those facilities in order to make it such a no-brainer to keep it here that that advantage continues. And yes. Dakota's right. It, it, it's definitely an advantage, but it is the sp- it's the spot where it needs to be. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense for this to be anywhere else. You're not moving the Masters from Augusta. That's where it goes. That's a good point. And the the Women's College World Series goes in Oklahoma City. Period. End of story. And whether it's in in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, mind you, just kind of get to enjoy that advantage each and every year that they get here.
1: If location was such a big deal, you know, they have the College World Series, the the Men's College World Series – In Omaha every year. How come the University of Nebraska isn't there every year
0: winning? You have to get there. Or or Creighton. Well, you don't. But when they are, that place is rocking. Sure. But the point is, it, it almost feels like the people that want to say it's such an advantage, they take away from that fact. You know when it's not an advantage? When they're not there. Yeah. To enjoy that advantage. But both Oklahoma and Oklahoma State now, seven in a row for OU, four in a row for OSU. The only year they haven't made it was COVID over the last five. Well, they have to be good enough to get there. And that's when the advantage kicks in. They don't get this advantage from the first of the playoffs. At Oklahoma City, Now, enough to host, you are. But it just there's no way it can go anywhere else, no matter what. The advantage may or may not be. Just for the sport the health of the sport, period. It is where college softball needs to be. Yeah,
1: you mentioned the capacity that's it seems like it's filled every game. Every time I turn it on, I mean we're gonna turn it on at twelve thirty today and it's gonna be packed. And it's not between two any school from the state of Oklahoma. Right. And if it you if you move that and you take away capacity just to create a more fair playing field in some people's eyes the ncaa will scoff at that like "Uh uh-uh we're not taking away money (laughs) we're not gonna take a loss here because your feelings are hurt (laughs) i mean they're making a point point is they're making tons of money
0: and this does tons of money oh there's no doubt and this isn't even
1: you can't find a ticket
0: no you can't find a ticket that's what's crazy yeah, beat them for the World Series, and it's not an issue. Yeah. That's that's true. Just I mean, beat that,
1: them. Yeah, beat them. <laughs> Don't let them get there.
0: And Jared's point is right. It, it's already thir- it's 13k and it's packed. And if they could find a way to add five thousand, it would, would be packed too. Because, like you said, it's it's so hard to get a ticket to this thing once everyone knows that either OU or OSU is going to be no, there. The, 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 but but the thing is that that makes Oklahoma City look even better. And I'll let you go. It doesn't have to be them. This, this event is supported whether or not OU or OSU is there. Now, yep. it's astronomical when they are, but even if they're not there, yeah. this event is wildly popular in the state of Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City, even if the in-state schools are not a part of it.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say that I've, if you've been to that facility, I remember when they were adding on to Hall of Fame Stadium. and What's the golf course right next yeah, to Yeah, Lincoln. It? We we're right there together, yeah. and there's a hole that is kind of right behind it. I mean, I'm looking up at this thing. That's a softball complex. I mean, they're adding on to that. Yeah. And I remember I had that feeling like, man, I hope they can fill it. Oh, they have no problem filling it. And you're right. They had another two, three, four thousand 4,000 seats. It would be filled up.
0: Yes. I yeah. believe 100% believe that. And that's why it's not going anywhere. Uh, Oklahoma State, have they had the best two weeks of the playoffs leading up, especially when you consider – Maybe what the prognostications were for them yeah. after being two and eleven leading up to the playoffs.
1: I could see where you're, what you're saying. If, if for the sake of argument, I would say maybe Utah could be in that conversation. They've been on a little bit of a heater as well. You, you mentioned Oklahoma State and they played Oregon. Well, Utah they swept Oregon in their final uh, series, uh, Pac-12 series. We mentioned earlier they they swept through the Pac-12 tournament to win it, beating then number two UCLA and um, only loss. In this time span, is to San Diego State in the Super Regional, but they bounce back and beat them ten one to seven two. So, if we're asking who's had the better two weeks or who's the hottest team, I mean, yeah, OSU is definitely up there in that consideration. I, I would say they are, but right on their heels is Utah. Keep an eye on the Utes.
0: Five and zero for Oklahoma State outscored their opponents thirty eight to three in the Regionals and the Supers, and and I think when you it was I'm I'm old enough to remember Jared. Just a couple of short weeks ago, when there was a decent percentage of the softball knowing world that thought Oklahoma State wasn't even going to get out of their own regional because of Wichita Wichita State. Yeah, being I there.
1: never bought into that. I don't think I ever said that on this show, but I never, never once bought into that. I'm not trying to. Yeah. You know.
0: But they're back. They're back sound to the,
1: smart. But I, I'm sitting there kind of scoffing at it myself. It's, and, and we should probably be doing the same thing. With this regional coming up in o Break, right? Oh, yeah. Because right, we're going to hear that, too. We're going to start here, which starts Mid-week tomorrow. Midweek starters beating people. Yeah, we're yep. going to hear, oh, well, they're going up against teams that had success against them. They're in trouble.
0: And if you, I'm not buying into any of that. And if you listen to Kenny Gajewski on with Jim and Al that week, he made that point. Yeah, they beat us. They also, you know, it was a Wednesday. We're worried about Texas. They're worried about us type thing right hide and watch and he was right okay there are there are some great storylines mm-hmm. that are available for say a potential finals there's some great ones in your mind what's the best
1: the potential final the
0: pot- just a potential finals re- matchup what do you think is the coolest storyline that's available? Oh, well, it's out there. clear it's bad. I mean, Ooh, it, are you sure? It,
1: yeah, for me it is.
0: Okay, for you, yeah.
1: I mean, they were. I keep, you know, what we do. We listen to those guys in the afternoon, mm-hmm. so I, I take a lot from that too. But they made a good point. Like, has there ever been two in-state teams play each other for a national title in that state?
0: Yeah, like, this say- would be the
1: equivalent of uh, maybe not in the same state, but like if Auburn and Alabama played for a national title in football. Yeah, not the I, equivalent I mean, that's huge but you see what I'm saying but this was this was big because if it's OU and OSU playing for a national title in a sport that it's in its height of popularity which mm-hmm. we'll talk about that coming up but it's happening it could happen or it will be in the state of Oklahoma on a neutral site that that for me that that gets that gets me excited right
0: now it's a it's a tick ahead of but there's another one that's right on its heels and it's blown, and everyone's on the same path as me. And that would be OU Utah because of Patty versus DJ. What does that mean to anybody? Well, that's mother versus son. Sure. I mean, that would be – You know, we had that this year. That would be pretty cool. You know, they played this year. Yeah, but not for the national title.
1: No, but it was a 10-3 to OU win. and
0: But that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. fun. That would be fun. Pretty, pretty cool. That would be fun. But give me Bedlam. Yeah. over anything yes there's also i mean as much as nobody in the state wants to wants to see this happen but there's also chances that some some conference rivals you know there's three pack 12 schools there obviously tennessee alabama would be huge in the south you know because one of these teams is going to lose today and go across you know get cross-bracketed mm-hmm. so if the other keeps winning then you got that you got that opportunity there uh but yeah bedlam obviously here in this state It's bedlam. Why? What has happened that has made softball so popular over the past decade or so?
1: Uh, I would say, well, we've mentioned it. it, It's the speed of the game, the excitement of it. It's it's not a three and a half hour slog fest at times. It, It can go. It's just you know the complexity of it, how fast it is, how entertaining it is, how it can turn on a dime. As evident as that Super Regional in Norman, I mean, all of that combined, I, I think that's a big reason. And it's and it's it's something as a girl dad that I've noticed that girls as young as girls who play in eight U are paying attention to. Dude, when I turn it on, they in my house, they stop. And first thing they ask is, "Is that OU?" <laughs> and then they ask, "Are they winning?" And then they'll they'll watch. They'll so- watch. And so, then another, just to finish my point, yeah. just because of the way baseball is def- de- desperately, at least at the pro level, is trying to get back the audience. You know, they're trying with the pitch clock stuff, but L.A. is kind of pooping down their own leg with what they're doing. They're losing fans now. But that's a whole other t- debate. But uh, I think that's kind of it's coupled inadvertently at the same time where interest is kind of waning away from Major League Baseball. Like, man, this softball thing is pretty fun.
0: Yeah, we got this answer at multiple texts. How much it seems like the athletic ability for the ladies has grown yeah, through yeah, the years. Yeah, You know, it, it's Scott's making a point of the slappers. You know, back when you first started seeing this on TV with, like, Lisa Fernandez at UCLA, and then, of course, it went through the Arizona runs and all that, uh-huh. it felt like it was all just kind of, I don't know, it just, there wasn't anybody standing there hitting. Now you've now you almost it's almost gone the other way around, you know. You see Riley Boone maybe slap one on on with with regularity, but everybody else is sitting there hitting. Yep, like what you're used to seeing. Yeah, they're sitting back, they're, and, trying, and to, they're trying to trying to, the, to match trying, the bet softball.
1: Yeah, they're trying to hit it over the fence. They're not trying to. But small it also ball
0: but it also doesn't take away from their ability to manufacture runs. Right, right. See, that's I think that's where Major League Baseball has gone such the polar opposite way of. It, it's gone so far away from small ball where it's it's almost like man they just but but, the, but in the softball they can still do that even though they have they have uh, you know more athletic stronger players that are able to to get it out of the yard with much more frequency obviously uh, right here and, and and I think that's just uh, another thing that you see is just the joy yeah of the way the game the joy that the game is played with. Overall, throughout throughout the entirety of it, and I know you know, it's easy to make fun of the ch- the chants and all that, but that's that's the energy and the passion that, that's brought to the game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's it's just infectious, and you can see you can almost feel it through the TV in ways that you can't in other sports.
1: Yeah, it makes for a great product on TV. It does. It, it, you, it really just does. To hear those chants and and again the pace of the game and everything, and I also go back. I think it was a happy. I don't know, accident. I think the NCAA, they don't do a lot of things right. But I think it goes back to Jenny Finch.
0: I agree with that. And how
1: they marketed her, and she became this household name. And that's where it kind of started. (coughs) And and the NCAA, I think they grasped on that, go, we got something here. I mean, everyone loves this girl. She's a great pitcher. She's marketable. She's pretty. Everyone's going to watch her. And then it went on from there. Then it turned into these big names. OU's produced a few of them, you know, with their big hitters. Obviously, and,
0: Aloe. Yeah, that, and Chamberlain, and yeah, that, and, that.
1: and it's and it's uh, and Gasso grown. as
0: well. I, I think people yeah. know her.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, she's kind of. I mean, she's the.
0: To your point about Jenny Finch, you're right. I mean, first off, she was smoking hot. Let's just be honest. I'm sp- it, she was. It, she was smoking hot, and they 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 were able to market her in a way. I I always think of when I think of the softball and I think of like Jenny Finch is that video of her making Albert Pujols yes. look silly. Yes. And him just like the first one he saw going, Oh my gosh, I I could, I'm not, I'm never going to hit this, but right. that, that was so smart to be able to use her in that way to kind of stretch it across just from the softball world out into the mainstream. And I, I think you're exactly right. That was the beginning. She is almost a standalone line in the sand of when this really started to gain popularity
1: on the text line how long until men are able to start playing in women's softball i don't want to get political but my answer to that is they already do, are do men really want to go up against pitching like that because of what you just said sometimes you'll see yeah. you Think yeah. i don't want he said,
0: to you know i've got this just got this lol you don't see any transgender athletes trying to play and that's a good they point. would be humiliated yeah they would when Albert Pujols gets humiliated. There's yeah. a whole bunch of dudes these that kids, won't be these able These girls
1: have been doing it since ten U, right? And the, and a guy's gonna think, "Well, I can just pick up a
0: bat, and hit that. No big deal." It's totally different. Yeah, it is. It's totally different. Talking women's college world series, NBA finals coming up as well. All right, Jared. Who plays in the final series and who wins the national championship? All right, we
1: know what we want. We've said a couple there that we want to see. Uh, I want to see Bedlam. I I think that would be historically awesome for the sport, the schools, the state. It it would, it would be awesome. And in in the Utah thing is a cool angle too. You got uh, mother versus son. That would be pretty cool. Uh, but after looking at it, oh, throw some cold water on everybody's hopes. uh, I I think. I listen I love the the idea of uh Oklahoma State being a hot team but that first game today against Florida State is, is a tough ask. Um uh, I I'm obviously going to go with OU in there. I will put the University of Tennessee no, with them. Oh,
0: did you look at all these predictions? I looked
1: at, no, I did not. Okay. I did my own prediction. I looked at the bracket. I kind of went game by game and went down to the cross bracket and all that stuff. I that's where I see it. I think um OU uh, beats them in that game seven matchup on Saturday. They come that puts them down in that cross bracket. I think they get to Tennessee gets in uh, that way uh, with a loss. So that's what I got.
0: It would be more. I, I th- it's not
1: flashy. It's not fun. It's just I'm just breaking it down. That's I
0: think it would be more fun or or an easier or a more probable bedlam series if they were in the same side of the bracket. Yeah. Because that, you know what I'm saying? Because that way that, I don't know, it just feels like at this point, the way it is, if one of them loses, then the, the hopes of that are dashed. Because it'll be cross-bracketed up and then they'll, they'll play before the finals. Whatever. What say you? Give me Bedlam, baby. I just, I, I think, here's the deal. This is one of those you pick in with your heart and not your head. I want to see it so bad. I
1: do too. I'm, that,
0: yeah. I'm going to pick it. I'm going with Bedlam in the finals. Uh, That's a good point. You realize who plays for Tennessee, right?
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Mackenzie Donahue. Feels like she left. Um, I don't
1: quite understand what happened there.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so who wins?
1: Uh, uh, I, this thing, until they lose, I'm not picking against them. I'll go OU. Yeah. It is so hard for me to pick against a team that's won forty eight in a row and say, "Well, they're going to lose here." Eventually, they, they will. They, it's going to it's going to happen. I just don't know if it's going to happen in this tournament. You know, what I think in in Gasol made a point of this. They played tight against Clemson in Game Two.
0: No, they, and they, did, they they did they, it in Game One too. Yeah, let's be and they
1: can say all they want that they weren't thinking about the streak. They yes, were. they were. And she, but she's right. She made a good point. She Said. Listen, I didn't talk to him about it. I didn't bring it up in the locker room. So she can confidently say, go, I don't know if they knew about it or not. We weren't talking about it, but they knew. Yes, they knew. But now I think that that pressure a little bit is off.
0: As much as it, is can it possibly like, what what is, be off What of was OU?
1: bigger? Get, well, winning national title is huge, but getting this streak, setting this, this record that won't be broken for years. Now that pressure's gone. Okay, we we got the record. Now let's focus on a championship. We're used to doing this. We've done it Which, two times in a row. Yeah,
0: that's the difference. They know what to do there. Yeah. It's is uncharted water breaking an all time winning streak. I got Bedlam and I think Oklahoma's gonna win. I've I've wanted to pick OSU the whole How time. How many games? You think three? No.
1: You think just a couple? They hmm And go take care of it? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if it's OU and OSU, I think I think that is the best possible Matchup wise, championship game we can get, championship oh, series no we can get.
0: Well, I, I, if you want to be entertained, that's what you your want. Your Tennessee to see. pick is one that some other the ESPN some ESPN people made. Really, and a I,
1: big, I haven't even looked. Full disclosure, haven't even looked. at And any a big other part place. of it was
0: because of the pitching. And I think that you know one of, like we talked about earlier, how to beat Oklahoma. I think Tennessee would have that idea, Would have that with the with uh, with Gutshaw and Rogers, their their pitchers. They got the uh, they they got the blueprint to having a couple of them. OSU does too, but the difference is oh, OU's seen them. For OSU, mm-hmm. they've seen mm-hmm. everything they got yeah. to offer. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, we both got OU. Or both chalk. But uh, man, I hope it's Bedlam. That's got to be awesome if it is. It's gonna be a
1: fun week. I hope it doesn't. Well, it, part of me kind of hopes it is. There is some rain. Not today. I think there will be okay today.
0: Man, really, tomorrow it feels pretty good, but come Sunday and uh, Saturday and Sunday is where, at least in the city area, eh, we'll see.
1: Statewide, it feels like. Anywho,
0: all right, NBA Finals. How about the? Let's just take a moment to appreciate what the Miami Heat just did. They're only the second eight seed in the history of the NBA playoffs to be in the NBA Finals. The other was the Knicks in '99, and the Knicks that '99 season was coming off of the lockout, the strike. One of the two, I can't remember which back then. They get, I think '99 was a strike, maybe 2012 was a lockout. Anyhow, and 12, so twelve was a lockout. Twelve, yeah. So I think this was maybe the maybe a strike. Anyhow, the Knicks. So what I'm saying is the Knicks only played 50 games, <clears throat> 27 and 23. So they did. They didn't give themselves the whole season to be as mediocre as what Miami did. And all that Miami's done since then is literally navigate the toughest road possible. And I'm going to say these seeds, and everybody's going to go, whoa, no, no, what about number three? Well, they couldn't play number three and number two because they were on the other side. So they beat the top seed in Milwaukee. They beat the second seed in Boston, and they beat the fourth seed in the Knicks. They couldn't play Philly because Philly and Boston had to play first. That's literally as hard as it gets. And then now, going up against the one seed from the West, if they can find a way to win the Larry O'Brien this year, you literally can't have had a tougher road seed-wise than what the Miami Heat will have gone through.
1: It's incredible. It is incredible. I bow down to it. That is an incredible run. <clears throat> but I, and again, I but I will, again, for argument's sake – Keep going back to a couple things. One, this was a season we didn't have this overly dominant team like a Golden State Warriors or Miami Heat with the trio. You know what I'm saying? It, it felt like it was just a, who can get hot at the right time, and that leads to my second point. It looked like Miami is getting – they're one of the hottest teams, if the hottest team at the right time right now.
0: Well, they, <clears throat> they were fortunate to miss – Giannis for basically three games of that buck series he played what six minutes in game one before he was hurt missed the next two and then wasn't quite the same so that that, that's a fortunate break against the one seed i just i still can't believe that i still can't believe that when you look at the dudes that are out there playing and when you look at the dudes that are on that roster how in the hell are they in the finals? That's <laughs> all so I keep yeah on, I just keep on thinking what is going on? But that's to your point. there wasn't that dominant team at least in the East. And that was a, so it opened up and they were able to get it done. The nuggets are interesting because it feels like they've been the team that's been on the come. But just when the way that they flamed out in the playoffs, you always wondered, okay, that's great. Are they built more for the regular season than the postseason? This year, they kind of got all of that off their back, and here they are looking to win the franchise's first title.
1: Yeah, and you, and I said there has been a dominant team. If there was one that we're going to label, it would be Denver. I mean, they were that team all through the season, but there was always that caveat of, well, uh, you know, this is nice, but they were going to flame out in the playoffs again. And they finally figured it out. Uh, probably helped that L.A. knocked out Golden State, and, and L.A. kind of fizzled out. I mean, give them a lot of credit. Uh, you know, with Phoenix and everything. So it feels like their time, right? To me, it does.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've, we've seen this. Just, it just feels they, like. The the one step that they would, you know, hurdle over would be getting to the finals and losing if they were able to win this series. But everything else, yeah, they've been on this trajectory of semifinals, get beat out, and then make the conference finals. Then they slip back to the semifinals a year ago, but a big part of that is no Jamal Murray you know, and so it, it's been a steady climb for this organization since kind of the bubble year. That's where it all starts for me of them becoming a real contender was in the bubble. Jokic has clearly gotten better. <clears throat> the team makes sense around him and Murray. It does. It, it, it feels like they. this is just kind of their destiny, kind of their year. In a lot of ways, it seemed like it was for Boston as well. And instead, Boston regressed back to a, a conference finals loss. How and, does and, and
1: just to finish our point about Denver? Give them a lot of credit. The front office for sticking with uh, yeah. Mike Malone
0: for, for sure. Uh, and
1: dude was fired at Sacramento. They hire him. Is in his eighth year, and this is where they could have said, "Listen, you're a great coach. You're getting us a lot of wins. You just can't figure it out playoffs. We're going to find us somebody else." And they did. They stuck with this guy.
0: I think the the Murray injuries helped. in Yeah, that. that's a good point. Where they didn't, you know, they never really felt like they had their team since the bubble until this year and now look where they're at into the nba finals how does miami combat nikola Jokic?
1: i don't know if you can
0: interesting i don't know if you can stat here give it to me i'll give it give it up to jim i don't know where he got it but You know who the best individual defender on Nikola Jokic this season has been?
1: Is it? I can't say his name. Bam
0: Adebayo. Uh, Yeah, Adebayo Adebayo. 54% (laughs) shooting for – which which goes counterintuitive to everything because it seemed like Boston was better suited to -hmm. handle him. Have Al Horford play him, have the shot blocking of Williams coming from behind, right? Mm -hmm. Miami doesn't have that, but Bam – Seemingly has his or as much as you can have Nikola Jokic's number. It feels like Bam Adebayo does, if you just look at the numbers. Now, what does that mean? That means it is essential to Miami's hopes that Bam Adebayo doesn't get into foul trouble, Hmm. because after that, Kevin Love really he's going to guard Jokic. Nobody, they, they. I mean, you down, you Haslam and his bag of bones going to come in there and guard him? No. So bio and staying on the floor out of foul trouble, I think is one of the biggest keys to this series, period.
1: Yeah, and Denver will probably go right at him. Well, I would. I, Kidding me. Yeah, it's okay. You want to guard me if I'm Joker? If you want to guard me, let's go, and I'm going to come right at you.
0: So let's Yeah, put the pressure on him. So you've got that for Miami. I think another thing for Miami is the the pace needs to be in their favor. Denver's going to want to go up and down and up and down, and that brings up altitude. And you know, when the, those games in Denver, oh, by the way, the Nuggets haven't lost at home all playoffs, like forty two and seven all year. Yeah, they've only lost seven games. Seven games time. all year. So, you know, this is uh <clears throat> I think those keeping Adebayo on the floor, being able to control the pace somewhat, and then obviously knocking down threes, that's the biggest equalizer in the game, right? Uh, on 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 uh, what Tuesday, or I guess it was Monday. On Monday in Game Seven at Boston, 14 of 28. It's hard to lose when you shoot it like that, but it's hard. It's hard to shoot it like that four out of seven. And that's and that's saying that you're going to win every game you shoot it like that. You might not even win all of those. So you, you know, are, are are we asking Miami to shoot above 40 percent from three for the series? I think we are, in order to be able to knock this Denver team off.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, How much do you buy into the altitude?
1: (laughs) It's funny you say that. I'm looking it up. Like, what's the difference? It's (laughs) the altitude for uh, Miami and Denver. I mean, it's going to be crazy. You thought you're going from coastal city to the mountains. I buy into it. Absolutely, I do.
0: Especially, I think, in game two. Uh, the, The recovery part of it and then and then so you go well what about tonight and i mentioned the rust versus rest this is so interesting so since 2003 the team with the more the team that has the 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 more rest wins 59% of the time that, and that that's just maybe it's one day more right just more rest period 59% the home team is 73 73% winners Okay. Now, let's make the rest advantage 5 days. It goes to 15 and 10. The team with the rest wins 15 out of 25, but at home, team that has 5 more days of rest is 11 and 3. And that's in the conference finals or the finals. And then when you're talking about the situation that we have tonight, With a team of five plus days rest versus a team coming off a seven game series, the team with the rest is eight and three. And then overall, a team with, because this is Denver, they've been off for more than a week, nine and five, but at home they're six and two. That goes against, I guess that's one of those things like you remember the times that that isn't the case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you remember it like oh it, you know oh the rust got them. Maybe that's that hasn't happened very often is what I'm saying. So you 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 say so tonight Denver's completely rested. Miami's coming off of a seven game series. You give the advantage to to Denver in that regard, and then you factor in the altitude and the recovery for game two for Miami. It's hard for me to see this not going back to South Beach two o Denver.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Okay, so we'll get to our picks, but I completely you're, you're talk
0: on. me out yeah. of a sweep. Talk me out of picking Denver to sweep them.
1: Uh, Miami is, I think Miami is too good to be swept. I don't think they're good enough to win it all, but I I, don't th- I, I just, I think they will come home with a little bit of backs against their wall because we kind of alluded to what we think is going to happen the first two games. I think they'll get one of those two at home in a more comfortable setting and plus bolster is just too good to let to be swept as a coach he avoided the epic breakdown against boston and i give him a lot of credit for that i do i just don't i don't i think he's too good of a coach and this team is um, you know one of the hotter teams like i said earlier to to just to be swept in the finals so I think they get a, um, one of them back at home. I might be grasping at straws on that one. but
0: Yeah, Scott's answer is Jimmy Freaking Butler. Yeah, I, I, that's it. It's almost like him and Spo will 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 them to one win.
1: Yeah. By the way, altitude 5,276
0: Denver feet. Oh, yeah. It's a mile. That's why the mile High, yeah. high City. Uh,
1: six and a half feet for Miami. Yeah,
0: it's it's all hard to ask in these Isn't two that incredible? games. Incredible.
1: Do you think Miami? And I'm sure they do. There's some sports science behind this. That do you think they've been training them like between they 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 left Boston, go straight to Denver. You think they're up there jogging in the mountains? Sure, or, that's why they did that to try to, to get, get acclimated, acclimated. as yeah, much yeah. as you
0: possibly can. That makes total sense to me. All right, who you got, and how many games?
1: I got Denver in five
0: that feels like the answer right
1: because of the home record they're not losing at home
0: and it's and it's different now than it was say when the when the thunder were in the finals it was 2-3-2 two, two. yeah now it's back to the just like every other series 2-2 like 1-1-1 like s- one, one, one.
1: series it should have been um yeah i think they they get denver wins their first two they um split i, I can't tell you which game but they'll split down in miami and come home and hoist the trophy in five
0: Give me the brooms.
1: You think it's a sweep?
0: Yep. I, D- Denver just seems to have all the advantage to me, and it's been a heck of a run by Miami. I just—it's kudos to to Butler and Spo for them being able to be where they're at. But, man, this Denver team just feels like it is the team. It feels like it is their year. And I said the same damn thing about Boston, and they got beat by Miami, and I guess that could happen. But I just don't see it. Denver's dominance at home. You know, you you put them down 2-0. That means game three is for all the marbles because Miami, you know, we we say they can't come back from 3-0. We almost saw it by Boston. But the difference was Boston was the better team going in. And, you know, now you're asking – now you're asking an eight seed, without home court advantage on their favor, to come back down three zero. It ain't happening, and so I think that game. That I think that third game is the difference. And Denver wins it, probably a close one, and then that kind of breaks the soul and give me a sweep. I just Denver's too good, man. They're they're just they they seem on this path yeah. that NBA champions go on. Yeah, and that altitude. We've heard about it our whole life, but it feels like the more that the sports science gets out there, the more you realize just how big an advantage it is. Of course, tomorrow, Garrison Financial Friday. There's no telling how fast I'll be talking tomorrow because I'm going to be so excited, especially if it's not raining, to get out of here and go. My favorite weekend of the year has been since I was a little kid.
1: It's a fun weekend. I can't wait. Fun, fun weekend. The food. Yeah, the golf
0: course is amazing right now. Yeah,
1: it is great.
0: Gosh, I played last night. And you know what I did last night? I played pretty good. I, like, I found something. Now I just got to remember it. Yeah. It's the hard part, remembering what I found.
1: Last time I played, I rediscovered my hybrid. Had to save me a lot. But then I'll go use it again, and it won't work. You're looking out the window, aren't you?
0: No, I was looking at the internet. it got lost year. I saw her phone blink. And reset I've got internet It may be coming back Oh blind south found an acorn Maybe Unfortunately that's the way my game is now Samuel. Samuel Agreed But Same here I mean 4 under through 9 That's pretty good that's not bad Look out Maybe why I'm so sore <laughs> I was using different muscles in my golf swing That I haven't used in so long For swinging right That now I'm sore You never know it's going to be fun. I think Scotty plays in the afternoon, so he ought to be here. Well, we'll see. Matter of <laughs> fact, I know he does. I think he does. Auto bath. I'm pretty sure they're in the afternoon both days with uh, one of the pharmacies in town on the same T box. That'd be fun. All right, Jared. We talked all about the Big 12 yesterday, who they could get. And now I wake up to an article by OutKick that the Big 12 is doing its due diligence on Memphis.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a great basketball conference.
0: Is that what this is?
1: Feels like it. There's a talk of UConn and Gonzaga and now Memphis. you got Houston, Cincinnati. I
0: mean... KU.
1: KU is going to be one heck of a basketball conference, but... Is that the – come on. I does mean, is Brett Jormark know
0: something we don't?
1: don't it feels like he's just adding teams for the sake of that, like, quantity over quality.
0: But he is – I mean, <clears throat> Memphis is a name in hoops. Sure it is. So does he know something we don't? Is he – it seems like he's falling behind the curve. Is he actually getting ahead of it? With some sort of some some sort of college basketball thing that we simply don't know about. Is
1: Basketball suddenly going to become more popular than football?
0: I don't think more popular, but at least because it make feels it,
1: like it's going in the wrong direction make,
0: nowadays. I don't know. I mean, okay, what happens, Jared, if instead of the NCAA running the basketball tournament and reaping the billions of dollars off of that, the conferences do? Okay is that something we need to be kind of having our so, antenna up for
1: kind of this is like an investment like i'm gonna get these guys now because it's going to pay off later that's what i'm wondering in a big way
0: that's what i'm wondering i don't know and then now we're going to have if he's got the strongest basketball conference which it looks like he was i mean my gosh you had gonzaga yukon memphis to what's already oh, here that'd be awesome All of a sudden, now you're the undisputed king of college basketball. And And if those rights become so much more valuable than what they seem they are now because of the tournament changing a little bit, maybe he is ahead of the curve in that way. The Big 12 12
1: tournament would be primetime ABC. I mean, if it's Gonzaga versus UConn for a Big 12 title.
0: Oh, and then let's pretend the four that we talked about yesterday. Arizona. Oh, there you go. Utah's been... They're, they've had moments where they were really good, right? Colorado, not much, yeah. and Arizona State every now and then.
1: They, uh, yeah,
0: maybe there's something to that well, basketball deal. But I, I just, maybe
1: that's the vision is is more basketball centric, and
0: well, just at least it's bread. in the at least it's in the conversation, which it isn't right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think basketball is taking over. No, that's, as that's the breadwinner,
1: perplexed by it, I'm like, really? but if it
0: but if it isn't just a net zero or a net loss because of something that's coming down the pike, then this makes more sense. Because I promise you, I woke up, I looked at that OutKick story, and I started giggling. Like, we're set here. It almost feels like Lucy and Charlie Brown. We've sat here and dreamt about, you know, there's been Arkansas or those four Pac-12 schools, and you always end up with TCU. You always end up with Cincinnati. And now you end up with Memphis. (laughs) It's like, all right, the pipe dream is over. Just and maybe that is maybe that's still true the pipe dream of of the Big 12 being that third conference stability wise and and prestige wise memphis ain't getting that done no
1: and the the, the risk to all this when you're adding the cincinnati and the houston and potentially memphis i mean you're just opening the door for anybody to come in from the AAC, I mean, you're just, you're devaluing, in my opinion, the conference's image of, okay, you're just another small mid-major conference. That's not, that's not what you want.
0: I know, that's that's what's, hopefully this is just one you of those deals. You want the
1: Arizonas and the Utah and the <coughs> Oregon right. and the Washington. You don't want these <coughs> other guys. I mean, I'm not yeah. trying to throw shade at these other schools, but let's face facts. I mean, they're not big schools like those I just mentioned are. No. Sometimes <laughs> quantity is not better than quality
0: but maybe maybe everybody realizes or maybe everybody knows behind the scenes that it's going to be to 24 no matter what yeah, yeah. and so there's going to have to be some filler in there somewhere yeah. see what happens yeah it's just funny after we, we sit here and talked about nothing but big big 12 getting pack 12 schools and then I see memphis i'm like come on man yeah all right, everybody, have a great Thursday. Stay dry out there. We'll be back tomorrow to rehash what happened the Women's College World Series and the NBA Finals. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening.
1: That ball is blistered to right. Wow. Well-